0: Good morning. This is Barb Lamson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Oh, Karen, this is our favorite thing to talk about when we're here together. We talk about bulbs. We love the spring bulbs. We love the tulips, the daffodils,
1: hyacinths, you name it, we're up for it. And I know I say this every year, but this it's in the spring when these are just the... Just say, hello, welcome, it's spring, finally the winter's over, and they come up, the tulips, the daffodils, the crocus, the hyacinth, and I always get people saying, oh, can I plant those? And you have to plant them now, not in the spring, so if you want those right. that beautiful look in the spring, now's the time.
0: Yeah, and thank heavens they don't sell bulbs in the spring. Otherwise, people would probably well, think they should <laughs> they should plant them and that they would get something. But they have to have a cooling period. They, they just have to go in the ground now. And when you put them in, you water them in really well. And also you use... Uh, bone meal is a good thing because that's phosphorus and that's what they need when to start giving you those good sized blooms right away.
1: And the reason you need to plant them now is because they need to get a little head start before the winter comes yep. so they'll get some little roots on there that they'll get established and then once the winter comes and things freeze hard you can always put some mulch over them.
0: Yep that's right you want to keep them so that they're sort of a consistent temperature for Not them. Not freeze
1: thaw freeze thaw right, that's right. hard and they have to be well drained because if you put and I've done this this, tulip bulbs in an area where the water doesn't drain, they'll rot.
0: Yes. You know, besides going to buy some new things this year, I also dug some of my daffodils. I had areas that I had, you know, massive amounts of growth. They've gr- increased it, over the years. Yes, but they didn't, they had very few blooms. Ah. And I could just imagine what it was going to be like in the soil. And I had to very carefully, first of all, I used a spading fork, and I went out maybe six inches from where they ended, and I kept watching the daffodils. And when I thought the majority of them had been out long enough, had stored up enough energy so that we'd have flowers next year, then I started Going down, and finally, when I got really down to where I thought the bulbs were at, then I very carefully took my hori hori knife and I went in and started dividing them
1: up. Are they stuck together, or how did you get them? They, they grow on
0: top of each other. Oh, okay. They just clump. They absolutely clump. It's sort of like doing a excavating a ruin or something. (laughs) You know, you're just going a little bit at a time and lifting them out and seeing where they're at. And if you try and, and pull them out, you can't. But sometimes you can get enough of the top and you can wiggle them around. Now this is this is the big daffodils that I'm talking about. You know there are the miniature ones; they're much easier to get out.
1: But you can do that with the tulips and other plants too. But you can. I found with tulips sometimes you get the beautiful bigger bulbs, and then you've got some little teeny ones. Do you bother with those? Because sometimes I just throw them out because you know it's going to be several years before they'll yeah. amount to anything. Yeah. What do you think on that?
0: Yeah. I don't know. If you're somebody that just loves to plant things, I guess you could put
1: them in
0: a a nursery row or something, separate them out by themselves. But every year you're going to have those. They're going to be making some of those small ones. So, yeah, when we have such a short season for tulips and it gets hot or it snows or something happens... Yeah, I would say save the big bulbs. That, that's what I would say, yeah.
1: And when you're buying the bulbs, they sell them in all sorts of different stores. Make sure you buy ones that are good size for the type of bulb they are because that means you're going to have a nice flower. Otherwise, if you get small, scrawny ones, the flower isn't going to be much at all and you'll be yeah. disappointed.
0: And here's the thing that's tricky. When you're looking at bags of bulbs, you can find a bulb that you've maybe seen in a catalog. And it was really big, but you were buying this cheap bulb, which is very very small in size. You're not going to get the same result. So you're absolutely right. The bigger the bulb, the bigger
1: the flowers. The going more to be. energy that it has. And here's a, here's a tip. Some people like rows of uh, tulip, let's say, and they like you know maybe setting them in color and stripes. The way I found that if you want it to look more natural, take a whole bunch of bulbs and just throw them out and let them land where they marry and that's where you plant them and it looks more natural and yeah. i've done that and that's a good way to plant them too.
0: Yeah, i agree. I like to group things. Oh, okay. And then also i'm trying to keep all the things that are going to bloom early together. So i've got the hyacinth in there too cuz sure. that's First especially boomer. Yeah, and i dug a whole bunch of those. What a job. Yes. If i had to replant all those i I'd, I'd have to invite my friends to come over and Help me plant and I'll give you a free meal. If you'd like more information about planting spring bulbs, contact your
1: extension service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright, wishing you happy gardening.